Good morning and good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's time for some morning coffee with Larry, and I am glad that you are here joining me today for a nice cup of coffee and some hopefully interesting thoughts. Today is Thursday, March 26th, 2020. We are closely approaching the end of the month. We're getting closer to Holy Week and Easter celebrations. Um, we'll see how things go this year. Uh, St. Patrick's Day pretty well didn't happen, but uh, we'll see how uh, see how the Easter holiday goes. Oh, I got up earlier. I think I'm awake. <laughs> as soon as I get done with the podcast, I've got bookkeeping kinds of things to get done. Uh, I was kind of tickled that uh, when it came to uh, the federal income taxes that they've been postponed. And I thought, oh, that's great. It'll buy me some more time if I don't pull everything together at the last minute. And then I found out through one of my veterans that uh, the Illinois governor decided not to do that. So what's the point in one and not the other? So I think I've got project for this weekend. Yeah, get that all done. <laughs> Every year I always say, I'm going to have my, my uh, stuff together at the beginning of the year and get it turned in immediately and you know what? It just has never happened yet. Maybe I'll do it before I die. We'll see. <laughs> you know, I've heard a few people just in kind of talking about everything that's been happening lately as, uh, you know, we've, I've never, you know, gone through something like this before. I've never seen this before. And you know, that's in in some ways true, in some ways not. You know, yes, we've had different kinds of epidemics and pandemics before, but we haven't really had the kind of significant changes taking place. I guess, you know, sometimes things are just left to happen. And here there's been, you know, some major national and international efforts regarding, you know, trying to, uh, to uh, stave off certain things, and we're going through things that, you know, in my 54 years of life, I sure haven't, you know, seen this kind of stuff before, and, you know, the, it has spurred some conversations and some uh, requests for stories from family members or from friends or from clients as far as they kind of like oral family history or oral tradition, uh, explaining how things have happened in the past with their family. You know, thinking back to um, conversations that I've had with my mom and I've shared with some family members. You know, she went through uh, a couple of significant epidemics when she was growing up. One was tuberculosis and how people were not going to town. They were staying on their farms. Uh, they were not going. There was, I think, one year it was bad enough. They uh, canceled the county fair uh, or, you know, or else no one was going. But I think she said they canceled the county fair. Uh, they used to have mobile x-ray equipment 
traveling through to see if if people had or if they didn't have, you know, had they at some point had it. And, um, you know, that's, you know, those kind of stories. Also, she went through the, uh, the, the big polio epidemics that were taking place. And she talked about the sound uh, uh, that uh, was being broadcast at some sort of fair or an event. I'm not sure if she had gone up to visit her sister in Chicago or not, but that uh, they played the sound of the iron lungs, you know, breathing in and out over the speakers uh, at whatever the large event was. And it was it was very scary to her as a girl, uh, sounding kind of like a monster in a way. You know, the different big events, not just, you know, events, you know, that have to do with disease. Um, when I was uh, visiting with my daughter the other day, uh, who's in quarantine after coming back from Ireland, and her roommate's also in quarantine, um, uh, since she was around my daughter <laughs> when she came back. Uh, but they were asking about, or J- uh, Jess was asking me to tell some some of the, the old family stories and talked about when uh, the family had come up to Illinois from Kentucky during the Civil War uh, and some of the events that centered around that. Uh, stories, you know, from my dad when he was in the Korean War. Uh, just different old stories. How did you survive the Great Depression? And these little tidbit stories, as I think about them, they're incredibly important to me. And I know they are to various family members because it's a testimony uh, for, for me as to how my family did how they survived, how they got through certain situations, certain large events, whether it be the Civil War, whether it be, you know, the westward traveling, uh, whether it is, um, you know, the, the events closer to, you know, our current time. And today, I, I was... Um, flipping through Facebook this morning and somebody had posted this and I thought, oh my gosh, why am I not thinking about this? And uh, I'll just read it to you. Best teaching advice I can offer right now. Have your kids journal these days. Write about their experiences. Draw, video diary, whatever. Little do they know they are living through a historical moment. When this is all over, tuck those journals away. Their kids will be reading about this one day. To all the parents out there that are now teachers, you are doing great. But yes, this is one of these moments in time, one of these historical moments that's different from the others. Yes, we've had, you know, different diseases and epidemics go through that have, you know, uh, you know, killed numbers of people, many in hospitals. But this one's different. And, you know, this can be a good way of 
for you or for your kids or for your grandkids to, you know, to deal with some of the different changes, some of the different emotions, some of the different struggles and and record it. Maybe it's a day-by-day diary. Maybe it's a bit of a summary. But I guarantee you this. Once it's over and life gets back to normal, if it hasn't been written down, it's going to only be oral history for your family. But right now, when things are, you know, for many people are at a slowdown. For me, I'm, I'm still working. But for many people... Uh, this could be, you know, the perfect opportunity to document these different things. So think about that. Do that. You know, one that popped into my head was right after 9-11. There were no airplanes in the sky, was there? Everything was grounded for like three days. Not a plane was flying except military. And we did not see any military planes. And it was one of these situations where I recognized at that time, this is historic. This is something that will never be seen again, you know, most likely. And I remember um, uh, taking Aaron. He was old enough to to kind of grasp it and uh, took him up to the farm. And I said, you know, look up in the sky. What what's not there? And he said, you know, the, the trails that the planes leave. And I said, you're right. There's no planes up there. Uh, it's, you know, this is a, only going to be for a few days. But yeah, try to remember this. And I've asked him, and I don't think he remembers it. I think he was still a little bit too too young. But I vividly remember that and those are the stories that can be passed down in your family that will uh make make this whole experience um of history place you as a part of that history so i think that's a neat idea i encourage you to do that um we don't get these moments every day at least not on a grand scale of things. So take advantage of it. Utilize it. Tuck it away. And, uh, and let the, the people, generations, you know, after you, have that as a, a bit of, a, of a, a treasure. So anyway, that's it for today. Goodness, it's going to be a short one today. Wow. That may be a break for some of you. (laughs) Mm. But I also have to get another podcast recorded for today. So anyway, you have a great one. Make the most of it. And we will catch you tomorrow for some more coffee. Have a good one. Bye-bye.